From me, Father Emil, yes, welcome to the program As the Sun Sets. It's always lovely being with you and I hope that you had a wonderful day so far that as we come to the end of the day, time for us just to spend a moment with the Lord, reading His Word, listening to the Word, hopefully being inspired by the Word. It's a moment we all look forward to as we come together right now to pray the evening prayer of the Church. As you tune to Radio Veritas, the station that brings you the good news for a change, a different kind of station, the station that brings you something about the values of the gospel and the values of Jesus Christ, and above all, inspiration. Oh God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let the heavens rejoice and the earth be glad. Let all 
waiting in hope for the blessings of the glorious coming of our Saviour. Psalm 61 A psalm about peace in God In God alone is my soul at rest. My help comes from Him. He alone is my rock, my stronghold, my fortress. I stand firm. How long will you all attack one man to break him down, as though he were a tottering wall or a tumbling fence? Their plan is only to destroy. They take pleasure in lies. With their mouth they utter blessing, but in their heart they curse. In God alone be at rest, my soul, for my hope comes from Him. He alone is my rock, my stronghold, my fortress, I stand firm. In God is my safety and glory, the rock of my strength. Take refuge in God, all you people. Trust Him at all times. Pour out your hearts before Him, for God is our refuge. Common folk are only a breath, great men an illusion. Placed in the scales, they rise, they weigh less than a breath. Do not put your trust in oppression, nor vain hopes on plunder. Do not set your heart on riches, even when they increase. For God has said only one thing, only two do I know, that to God alone belongs power, and to you, Lord, love and that you repay each man according to his deeds. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. We are waiting in hope for the blessings of the glorious coming of our Savior. Let God bless us, and let his face shed its light upon us. O oh God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed his light upon us. So will your ways be known upon earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Let the peoples praise you, O oh God, let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples, you guide the nations on earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God, let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God, our God, has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing, until the ends of the earth revere him. Let the peoples praise you, O God, let all the peoples praise you. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, 
As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let God bless us, and let his face shed its light upon us. All things were created in him, and he holds all things in being. Let us give thanks to the Father, who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we reaption the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. All things were created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. All things were created in him, and he holds all things in being. Our Gospel reading this evening is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 20, verses 17 to 28. Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, and on the way he took the twelve to one side, and he said to them, Now we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man is about to be handed over to the chief priests and the scribes, they will condemn him to death, and they will hand him over to the pagans to be mocked and scourged and crucified. And on the third day he will rise again. And then the mother of Zebedee's sons came with her sons to make a request of him, and bowed low. And Jesus said to her, What is it you want? And she said to him, Promise that these two sons of mine may one sit at your right and the other at your left in your kingdom. You do not know what you are asking, said Jesus. Can you drink the cup that I am going to drink? And they replied, We can. Very well, he said, You shall drink my cup. But as for seats at my right hand and my left, these are not mine to grant, 
they belong to those to whom they have been allotted by my Father. Now when the other ten heard this, they were indignant with the two brothers. But Jesus called them to him, and he said, You must, you know that among the pagans the rulers lord it over them. And their great men make their authority felt, but this is not to happen among you. No, anyone who wants to be great among you must be your servant. And anyone who wants to be first among you must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Well, the gospel today um, is an interesting one in that we know that Jesus has been going around with his disciples now for quite a long time, but there was an atmosphere, a kind of situation in which the disciples uh, were living, and they were very much influenced by the situation of the city and of the town and of the place where they were. Somehow the values of the world around them hadn't quite changed them yet. They were still thinking in terms of promotion, of sitting in the front seats and that sort of thing. They thought that Jesus was an incredible person and to follow Jesus, yes, we would like to be one at his right and one at his left. And, and so the, the mother of Zebedee asked Jesus, please let my son sit one at your right and one at your left. So it's a, a kind of atmosphere, a kind of situation which prevailed at the time. And then Jesus, who... Well, on his way, he was leading the disciples now to Jerusalem. And he makes his third um, uh, prophecy of the Passion. So he's talking about his suffering and his death. And isn't it interesting how the disciples and the mother of Zebedee's sons, they were all on another page. They were all in another chapter. They certainly weren't thinking about suffering and death. They were thinking about, thinking about glory, about sitting at the right and the left. So here we have two things. Jesus, on the one hand, talking about real heavy stuff, his impending death in Jerusalem, and the disciples thinking about being one on his right and one on his left, talking about reigning supreme. It's a sort of situation that we've seen down over the years as we've seen happening in the church. It was a kind of situation even which prevailed in the time of St. Dominic, for example, when they had the Albigensian heresy, when the, the big clerics and the bishops and so on, they were all riding on horses and chariots and so on. It was a time of glory, a time of corruption in the church, and Dominic was so adamant about this. He said, get off your horses, walk amongst the people, be with the people. As Francis today would say, you must smell like your sheep. Get off your horses and, and, and just walk amongst the people. And this is what Jesus was trying to do. Here he was leading his disciples to Jerusalem. He, was, he knew that he was going to Jerusalem where he was going to be condemned and put to death by the chief priests and so on. And somehow they, the disciples were still not quite with him at that time. And so he outlines and he says, yes, you will drink my cup. You will die. You will die a martyr's death. And all the disciples would have died martyr's deaths. And, and in the end, Jesus gives us that key 
to what it means to be his disciple. You know, listen to what he says again, you know that among the pagans, the rulers lord it over them. They were, they were still on this page. The disciples and the mother of Zebedee were still on this page about, you know, being like the pagans, being like the big people of this world who lord it over them. But Jesus says, this must not be this must not happen amongst you. No. Whoever wants to be great must be your servant, and anyone who wants to be first among you must be your slave, just as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. So today I want to pray, and I want to pray very especially today for all those people who, so to speak, sit on the right and the left. I want to pray for all those people in our church our bishops, our priests, the people in the Curia in Rome, all the, the prominent people in the church today, that we will never and that they will never forget that the sole reason, the purpose why they are where they are today is to serve. And Jesus says himself, I came to serve and not to be served. My goodness. If only this could be a mark of the church. And Lent is a time for us to get back to basics, to look at ourselves and say, well, you know, yeah, maybe I have been a little bit too much of that mindset of being on the right and the left. Maybe I have been a little bit too um, concerned about my position in life. Sometimes we can do that with regard to the church. We'll say, well, what a pity not everybody is a Catholic and you think, of, you think of, of yourself as a Catholic being a little bit more than other people, I think we must remember that this kind of attitude, this frame of mind, this kind of talk is heretical. This kind of talk is not what the Lord wants of us. Whether we are Catholics or Anglicans or Methodists or Dutch Reformed, whatever it is, let's remember the words of Jesus. Really heavy stuff. I have come to serve, not to be served. And if we want to be a disciple of Jesus, then this is what we must glory in, and that is in service. Yes, it can be tiring. I mean, Jesus, at the end of the day, he would have been serving and healing and preaching and so on, and people would still come and knock on his door, so to speak, ring the bell and say, Lord, would you please heal us? Would you please pray for us? Would you please do this, that, or the other thing? It's like sometimes I get home in the afternoon and I'm exhausted, and I just sort of flop down on my bed for a half an hour, and then while I'm lying there, the doorbell would go and it would be somebody coming for a bit of bread or something like that, something to eat. And I say, oh, I can't. I really have to rest now. And Jesus often felt like that. He often got to the end of the day exhausted. I mean, he just wanted to flop down and rest. And yet, so often he couldn't do that. So his words today to us must be a great comfort and consolation. Service is the great value, it's the gospel value that we need to model ourselves on, to be of service to our brothers and sisters. And in the church, we need to be of service to everybody. It's like here at Radio Veritas, our, our modus operandi, if I can put it that way, is to be of service to the listeners out there. The opposite, of course, is not to serve, but to dominate. And so often this is what Jesus says in the gospel today. The rulers lord it over them. They're using the power they have to dominate, to oppress. Whereas Jesus is saying, I've got more power than any of you put together. All of you put together. And I'm not going to dominate. 
but I'm going to serve. So if we want to be disciples of Jesus, whatever power we have, whatever convictions we have, let's always remember that we are called to serve. That's what service in the church is all about. That's what being in leadership in the church is all about. And thank God for somebody like Pope Francis who says, I lay aside all this pomp and splendor and I walk amongst the people and I pray and I serve. That he's called to service and he asks us to do exactly the same. So I pray that you and I will be generous in our service as we listen to the gospel and are inspired by the words and the sentiments of Jesus. I said, Lord, have mercy on me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. I said, Lord, have mercy on me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. I said, Lord, have mercy on me. The Son of Man will be handed over to the Gentiles to be mocked and scourged and crucified. And on the third day, he will rise again. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Son of Man will be handed over to the Gentiles to be mocked and scourged and crucified, and on the third day he will rise again. Now to God be honour and glory. He has sealed the new covenant in the blood of Christ and renews it in the sacrament of the altar. And so, in confidence, we pray, Lord, bless your people. Lord, guide the nations and their rulers according to your will. May they work for the common good with one mind and one heart. Renew the spirit of service in those who have left all things to follow Christ. And may the holiness of your church be revealed in their lives. 
You have made us all in your likeness, Lord. Help us to rid the world of every injustice. Come with your truth and friendship to those who have lost their way. Teach us how to help them. And let the dead enter into your glory, and let them praise you forever. And now we pray the prayer for consecrated life. In this year, dedicated to the consecrated life, the religious life. Loving Creator, we thank you for the gift that religious life has been within our church and society. Help us to nurture this gift so that the congregations may continue to be a, he a healing presence in our world. And may we all respond to the realities of our time in ways that promote your reign now and in the future. And may your kingdom come and may your will be done. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Protect your family, Lord, trained as it is by the constant exercise of good works. Strengthen us with your consoling presence and lead us to the joys of heaven. We make our prayer through Christ our Lord. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always. A drop of rain is all we need And as light to shine on you and me Thank you, Lord. 
And that's where we leave it for this evening. Lovely being with you for the last half hour. I hope you're going to enjoy your evening. Stay tuned to Radio Veritas. In a few moments, we'll have the Angelus, which people love to pray, just to remind us at morning, noon, and evening that we always honor Mary, our mother, with these wonderful prayers, the Angelus. And then straight after that, we pray the Rosary again. So welcome to the program. Stay tuned to Radio Veritas. Thank you for sharing this time with me. And remember... The importance of service. Jesus said, unless you serve, you're not going to be one of my disciples. Remember, I have come to serve, not to be served. Right, from me, Father Emil, have a super evening. For now, it's goodbye and God bless.